with Ian Hawthorne, who is Head of Highways and Capital Projects at Hammersmith and Fulham. And Ian is going to tell us all about the installation and implementation of the SUD scheme at Goldhawk Road. And he's going to also tell us about the Thames water and utilities issues that have come from it and how you've subverted and got around those problems and how you've overcome that. Where do you want me to start? Well, start with the design and the implementation and uh, some of the benefits that have come from integrating the tree pits and alleviation when the water main burst. The design was always incredibly difficult because Goldhawk Road is a major road uh, and what most people may not understand is most people think that utility services are all in the carriageway and they're not they're also in the footway. It makes planting trees doing anything else in that particular footway incredibly difficult so the design has to be right and has to be modified while you're on site so uh, I know my engineer uh, Colin had a nightmare trying to do this project and we took a bit longer than we thought we would um, but in the end we managed to overcome the issues um, we worked around, got some buy-in from the utilities, which, some, which isn't always easy. I managed to get the trees into the ground. Um, once we'd got them in there, there was the concern whether they would survive. Uh, we want to make sure they had enough water to, to carry on. Um, and the good news is that once we got them in, they did survive. They survived well. Uh, they were checked regularly. Uh, we made sure that um, when we were doing works around there, we protected them. Um, and I think we shouldn't underestimate the fact that our ways are full of utility services. So anything that we can do to be able to manage that is, is good. Um, part of the problem is that we do need utilities to be part of the, of the solution. Um, utilities have a lot of services in footways. Um, and when they need to repair those, when they need to service them, when they need to put new ones in, they need to be aware of what's actually in the, in the actual footway. And sometimes they want to get things done quicker rather than better. Um, and so there's a whole piece there where we need to do some training of utilities about sustainable uh, drainage measures we've got in the ground. Not just, it's not just about tree, tree root management systems, it's about all sustainable drainage systems that are in the ground. Uh, and it needs to be an education. It's, it's a similar education that we've done in Hammersmith and Fulham. My engineers now, sustainable drainage was seen as specialist. Um, and it's not specialist, it, it is part of what we do now. Uh, and that took a lot of work, took a lot of training, took lots of toolbox sessions, lots of uh, presentations, lots of going out and talking to other people. Um, and my engineers have finally got it. So, you know, I don't have to chase them for ideas about where to put stainless drainage, where we put trees. They, they come to me and they say, I've got an idea and this is what we want to do. Um, so that's the education that we've done in highways. Not all boroughs are signed up, so that's a, a constant piece of work that I try and do. Um, but utilities need to be in, in the same boat as, as us. Bits of Thames Water understand it, other bits of Thames Water don't. Um, and we need a programme to get this right. So if we want to make sure that Goldhawk Road survives forever, and that's the plan, um, we need to focus in the future about how we get utilities and you know highways as well to work together so we make sure these systems are viable and sustainable for the future which is very important. Um, Goldhawk Road was a bit of a revelation for us because uh, a few months ago um, a 30 inch main and a 20 inch 
main on that junction decided to all go together. Uh, it did look, did look like a, there was a river running down Goldhawk Road and Hammersmith Grove. Um, but Thames Water uh, actually come when we visited on site to check where the damage was. Thames Water did make a point of saying that the sustainable drainage measures that were in Goldhawk Road actually made a huge difference and kind of stopped the flood being worse than it would have been because these tree pits were taking an awful lot of water. So in some ways they've done what they said we did uh, by quite some measure. So proves they work. I'd rather not have had the flood to prove that to be totally honest but it did prove that they could actually take the water and some. Um, so that's the positives um, but what we need to do and what we need to take from this is that we all have to work together to be able to make sure sustainable drainage measures uh, are kept fit for purpose all the time and not just the six months we start putting them in and then we start celebrating because we've, we've actually got something in the ground. It needs a buy-in from everybody um, and that's the kind of work that we've got to do now and in the future. Um, you know, on the horizon there's a lot of development work, especially in Hammersmith and Fulham, but there's also the 5G rollout and there's lots of backhaul to that. Uh, quite a bit of that will be in the footways um, and unfortunately in footways there are trees. The trees are in the footways. Uh, we, they often get forgotten about because they're just trees and they don't kind of be seen as an asset. Uh, we need to know how we protect our trees while we're trying to put the infrastructure for 5G that's the next big one um, but the best thing we can start doing is actually talking to each other start sharing experience um, that's what I'm trying to do with with low tag at the moment um, try and share the experience with with other boroughs um, but it's not just a London experience it has to be a wider wider than that and we need to look elsewhere we need to look to Europe to see what they're doing um, but the most important thing is communication and learning how we develop these things together but also how we keep them fit for purpose and working. Um, we've made a lot of inroads in Hammersmith and Fulham. I think the next step for us is to make sure that education goes a long way. And what do you think the opportunities are for sort of scaling up some of these systems because obviously you know a lot of um, boroughs want to attenuate quite a large volume. They're quite ambitious. You know, they say we've got to get rid of this much surface water in the event of rainfall. And sometimes trees get sidelined because people don't think they can attenuate enough, for example, in a single tree pit. Um, but obviously, Goldhawk Road is a link system and it's a trench system, so it does a bit more. But what do you think the opportunities are for sort of scaling up even to a larger scale using some of these systems? It's starting to get some of the benefits of what of this out there. Because these are, you know, in some ways, some of these are new systems, and people are always wary of new, new, new things that are coming into the ground. Uh, local authorities are under a lot of pressure. Uh, they've got lots of highway to maintain. Uh, the budgets are there, but remember, we're trying to maintain a huge amount of. I've got a thousand roads, for example. Um, there's 228 kilometres of carriageway, about 448 kilometres of footway. That's a lot of maintenance. Um, and cost of these things needs to find a level where it's not seen as far too expensive to, to put in the ground. Uh, and maybe we need to see, see a longer term benefit. Um, so, and we, you know, part of the TfL's healthy street agenda is very much playing into this because you know healthy streets requires much more greening which is we, we kind of moved away from in the past um, 
and seeing roads not as simply moving people from A to B, but actually as places that people live, work and learn and, you know, use as a social space uh, to meet, to greet, uh, to do lots of different things. Um, and that's kind of where we need to be. Um, so money is always an issue and about how we stretch that money and making sure that that money spent value for money is, is important. So do you think the sort of consultation process has shown that communities are happy for you to be spending in suds when you said about some of your other roads? And it's a, it's a, a mixed picture. To be honest, we've, we've had lots of success. Uh, I think the most important thing is when you're doing this work, you consult first and then explain why you're doing it. Um, and I sometimes think that we, we, we're often too afraid to, to ask the questions of the public. Uh, our schemes can only be successful with the public's buy-in. So Australia Road, Overston Road, Galloway, which we've just done, um, Bluefontaine Road we're just about to do in terms of putting some tree management systems. It requires people us to explain what we're trying to do. We won't... You know, not everybody will buy into what we're doing. Um, there will be some question marks. Why are you spending this money? Why are you not fixing potholes, for example, is a common question that we get. But most people buy into it. And what we've tried to do here in, in Hammersmith and Fulham is when we've done tree picks, we've kept them open. So there's a lot of guerrilla gardening. which And the reason we do that is because we want people to take ownership because it's their street. We, we maintain it, we are responsible for it, but actually their street, they see it as part of their home, uh, part of their community, and it's important to get their buy-in. So we've tried to encourage them to plant things into our tree pits um, as part of that development of making sure the community takes on board what we're trying to do. We only do things if the community wants it. So, you know, if we said we, you know, we wanted to put X amount of trees in a road and, and the community said, we don't want that, then we we wouldn't do it because it's not sustainable and we couldn't, we couldn't keep it as it should be. Because we know that the, the trees that we put in there will be looked after. I mean, Australia Road, um, which is another scheme we, we did, um, it works because the school, uh, the local community, White City community, have bought into this and they care about their space. Um, so much so that they've got that we use a local gardening club to actually maintain the two um, pocket parks there. Um, so it needs the public to buy in, and that's that's probably a key thing as well. So as well as the communication with uh, both highways and utility contractors and officers generally, it's also about get the community on board. And I'm often surprised about how much the community buy in to these projects because it, it shows that we care about their bit of place in London, their community, their their home, and they, they see the streets very much as their home. Uh, and we often forget that. We, we, we assume that they, they think that past their garden gate they don't care about, and they certainly do. And of course local businesses, particularly on Goldhawk Road, will want to know that they're protected in the event of a flood. Yeah, absolutely. So do they see some of the benefits sort of on the street? when They, they didn't because it's very difficult to explain when a flood is could have been a lot worse than, than it was, although we're trying to explain at the moment. Um, I think where businesses fit in is green infrastructure in a street makes a more welcoming street. Um, you know, part of the, the mayor's healthy uh, street campaign is about making streets more welcoming 
more friendly, more safe, uh, more vibrant. Um, you want to go to a street if it's full of concrete, you might ask why, why you want to go there. If it's a street that is vibrant, has trees, is well maintained, uh, is looked after and there's a bit of community spirit, then why wouldn't you want to go there? Well, thank you very much. Is that okay? That's great. Thank you.